You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Let me speak now to Tepo Matseba, who is an international relations expert and reputation manager from Reputation First, about about this issue of AGOA. Tepo, thank you very much for your time with us. An important gathering. It's all wrapping up now. Perhaps let's start about how exports are skewed in in favor of of the US these were just some of the things that were raised there what are perhaps some of the things that we can change to do this i think it's always it, it, it's always a, you know it, it signals good things or it's a good way to posture when you are able to call out you know imbalances or the fact that one party is is benefiting a lot more than other parties if we talk about ah. um, areas where and opportunities where there could be improvements i think as a starting point um, the conversation has to be about um, understanding the sovereignty of each country that is participating on agoa and um, unfortunately what the us uh, has over a period of time uh, have done is to impose uh, as certain restrictions um, in terms of policy and and they'll take a posture on a particular uh, a policy for example on human rights um, but uh, those human rights um, if you apply them they must be applied consistently and unfortunately what you see is that uh, the us will have a position uh, on on palestine and they'll have a different position on what happens in Israel uh, Ukraine um, and then when you as a country take a position for example in support of of Russia um you get some senators actually questioning uh, your credibility as a country and this has happened specifically mm-hmm. to South Africa um but in terms of trade um i would say that uh, you know the the the, the exchange uh, in terms of what agoa does for for South Africa uh, specifically is that it allows us um access to important markets that we wouldn't necessarily ordinarily be able to access at the rate um that we are accessing in terms of our exports um but is it going to be uh, fair and has it been a uh, very much meaningful um for the african continent um i doubt and especially when you consider the fact that only about five countries um are actually uh, exploiting agoa 80% of mm. trade between africa and the us and now that already tells you a story and one of those countries of course the leading countries is south africa and that tells you a story that uh, the opportunity has not been exploited fully you know is it not though the the in part the fault of of the these african states themselves right is is it not also indicative of a failure to organize um to levels where we can walk into these spaces into these meetings these rooms and actually demand more because you're walking in with with a solid plan as opposed to always the approach of not necessarily merely a begging bowl mentality but you're walking in knowing that that the power rests with with the other side even though of course they do need us as well that we do offer offer value but it always seems as though we're negotiating off you know from 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 a weaker position as opposed to being organized working together with other nations to to come up with a plan as to how we then uh, go in there more more powerfully if we are better organized 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you can see and tell that the administrative arm of some of the or most of the African continent is weaker uh, in terms of uh, deploying the relevant capabilities. And so the products uh, might be there, the minerals might be there, um, uh, the skill sets uh, to an extent might be there, but the, the administrative capability to package a proposition um, and then leverage this proposition, fulfill all the criteria in terms of minimum standards, best practice that are required. Uh, for products to be exploited to the U.S. and, and that specific those markets, um, is the, the issue here is that perhaps there is a lack in terms of the administrative capability, um, and, and that that derails. But also, Africa, remember, is also uh, constrained by other factors um, such as uh, priorities. When you look at um, what do you do with when you have people who are dying of hunger, when you have poverty, when you have infrastructure issues, what do you prioritize? And the priorities often go to issues that feed the stomach immediately, that solve Africa's short-term solutions. And unfortunately, that comes at an expense of far more strategic opportunities being lost. And those are opportunities um, include the one that we're discussing right now. If you look at a country mm-hmm. like Uganda, for example, and um, they've taken a posture, a negative posture that says, well, you know, uh, uh, we, we, we are legislating anti uh, 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 gender sensitive uh, anti um, uh, lgbtqi sensitive legislation where mm. people actually might be sentenced for being who they are uh, and now as a result they've now been removed from agoa and uh, so all of a sudden uh, their representative the advisors are coming back and they're here in johannesburg telling the us that you know if you made a mistake uh, mistakes can be made, and if we made a mistake, you know, uh, we can have a discussion instead of uh, the U.S. punching mm. uh, Uganda. But unfortunately, um, that tells you already that the decisions that are taken by African countries are not necessarily on a more uh, strategic policy direction, but they are actually uh, knee-jerk uh, decisions, and now they are having uh, to apologize and, and make remarks like that, really coming towards more of a begging bowl. Uh, approach and so um, the lack um, of coordination I think you, you you labeled it correctly the lack of organization by most of the African countries the yep. the over 31 at the moment who are part of the program um, are actually it's actually disappointing. Tepo Matziba an international relations expert and reputation manager from Reputation First. You can find SAFM current affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.